Hello and welcome to the MikoBits show. This helps you keep up with what the latest in Bitcoin, blockchain, and DeFi. So if you're struggling with that, uh, please mash the subscribe button. So today uh, we have an exciting show. This is especially exciting because it is a crypto tax software called Zenledger. So, you know, I think it's very important, of course, to be compliant and pay your taxes. And, uh, you know, those are the two things that I think are inevitable uh, is uh, death and taxes. So, you know, we definitely should uh, try to be as compliant as possible. Uh, you know, this none of this is investment advice. It's not tax advice. It's just information and entertainment. So seek a licensed professional for investment advice, legal advice, tax advice, uh, any kind of advice. So, you know, that's just our little disclaimer here. So, uh, you know, let's let's get right into it. So, uh, you know, here's Patrick Larson, the CEO of Zen Ledger. Hey, Miko. Thanks for having me here. Hey, uh, um, go ahead. Hopefully the space is inherently exciting enough that I can make uh, taxes a little more exciting. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, so just a quick disclosure for the audience. So uh, my fund, Gumi Crypto's Capital, is an investor in Zenledger. So just so you all know, uh, this doesn't and hasn't biased my show in the past. But, you know, I definitely want to highlight uh, what Patrick is doing with crypto taxes. So can you tell me a bit about the problem you solve? I know crypto taxes is the short version, but I'd love to kind of get your own words. Yeah, you know, as you know, it can be really messy. People can have accounts uh, all over the world. You can have five or ten exchange accounts. You could have lost some crypto in an ICO or in a defunct exchange or just accidentally sending it somewhere. Uh, you'll have several wallets. And then when you um, try to do your accounting and your financial analysis and your taxes on all of this, it's just going to be a mess. You're going to lose your cost basis. You're not going to know your holding period and profit and loss. Um, over half of our customers use uh, work with a tax professional, and a lot of the tax professionals are not up to speed on what crypto is and how crypto is accounted for. So our software can help bridge that gap as well and just prevent uh, present tax professionals with what they're used to seeing in a profit and loss and uh, a nine forty nine forms. Yeah, so uh, what are you seeing uh, out there in terms of the you know, user behaviors, in terms of the regulators? Like, what's happening? Give us some stories. Yeah, at, at the highest level, you do have the IRS and the SEC and the United States government caring a lot more about compliance. They have wrapped their arms around how they want to treat crypto um, in certain cases, and there have been several high-profile investigations where a human trafficking ring or a funding terror ring or a foreign government hacking exchanges have all been investigated by uh, you know the IRS or the SEC. Um, John McAfee has been arrested and is awaiting extradition for SEC uh, securities violations and then you know IRS uh, income tax uh, violations. So you're seeing enforcement step up. Uh, US-based exchanges have to report 1099Ks, which is aggregate trading activity uh, to the US government. And you've seen tens of thousands of warning letters come out from the IRS. And the, you know, the warning letters have various flavors to them, whether it just be, hey, we saw you had you know, over $20,000 of aggregate trading. Please make sure you comply. Uh, and then all the way up to, hey, we think you are evading taxes. You have 30 days to respond to this letter. Um, and you are going to see uh, more audits happen. Uh, and this year, 2021, is the first year that uh, a yes, no 
question about did you transact in digital assets this year will be on the front uh, top page of the 1040 form, which is like a trillion dollars of, of real estate in that tax form. So, so the government's really taking it seriously. So those are the big trends uh, in regulation and taxation. And then obviously everyone's watching the market and you're seeing huge gains. You're seeing people transact a lot more because you're in DeFi. So you're earning income, you're moving custodians, you're uh, you know, selling some coins for others as you, you really get high price volatility. Um, and you just need to keep track of all these things. Yeah. So from a tax optimization perspective, like what are your top three tips, right? It, how, how does someone who's doing this uh, kind of what are the big things that cost a lot in taxes? And what are the th you know top three things you can think of that would that would save people a lot of money on taxes? Yeah, I think the main thing is to know what a taxable event is and to avoid those as much as possible. If, if you're just a long term holder, then don't move your cryptocurrency around a lot. Um, moving from Bitcoin to a stable coin is a taxable event. Uh, moving from stable coin to a cryptocurrency is actually a taxable event. You, you won't have much fluctuation between US dollars and stable coins by definition. But you know, two cents here and there is, is still a taxable event. The United States does not recognize stable coins as a proxy for US dollars. So a couple of the myths. So, so first, know what you're doing. So trading between cryptos creates taxable events selling crypto uh, for another crypto to, or to a stable coin or out to fiat is taxable event. So those those things are clear. There are no 1031 exchanges. Uh, you can use tax advantaged um, vehicles like a Roth IRA or a 401k. And th those are you know pretty deep topics. But so the main thing is know what taxable event is and know that short term capital gains are taxed at a higher level than long term capital gains and that the cutoff is December 31st each year. So we, we just went through December 31st, 2020. So that was kind of like your last chance to tax loss harvest uh, in the 2020 tax year that you're filing. But throughout this year, you can tax loss harvest. You know, if you get in a Dogecoin at five cents, that goes down to three cents and you decide to sell, you know, you have some losses there. Um, and if you, you know, if you get in a Bitcoin at 40,000, it goes down to 30,000 and you decide to sell because you think Ethereum will go up faster than Bitcoin will, uh, you've booked a loss there. So realize what booking loss is is uh and then um you know your accounting method first in first out last in first out uh or individual lot can also affect things and our software will do that for you again we're not uh tax advisors and we're not legal advisors but we'll help you and your tax professional you know look at the best situation for you bring everything together across years and years of trading we can go all the way back to the first time you ever quite cryptocurrency and we can give you a detailed financial analysis of uh, what's long-term what's short-term capital gains for you what's trading at a loss right now so that you can um, sell stuff that's at a loss right now to book the loss and free up you know cash or stable coin to go into you know the next crypto that you want to buy that you think will appreciate yeah so you know with regards to the john mcafee situation i think one of the things that's really i think there's two very interesting things to understand i think the first thing to understand is kind of the long arm of the law right so you know uh, john mcafee is actually i think being held in spain so you know i think mm -hmm. it's it's you know the reach is is substantial i think the second thing to understand is this idea that the uh government will kind of get you eventually 
So I think that, you know, obviously John McAfee was doing things in 2017, you know, pumping altcoins and doing all kinds of pump and dump and things like that. And, you know, in a way, the thing that's interesting is, is that they didn't really pursue that. They pursued something else, which was tax evasion, which is sort of how they got like Al Capone, you know. So yeah, the thing that's Al Capone moment. Yeah. So the, I guess the thing that's interesting to me is kind of the patterns of law enforcement and you know irs compliance enforcement so how do you see that uh you know from your side yeah so i think you know for the past five years or whatever you've gotten very little guidance from uh the legislative branch our lawmakers and from you know the regulatory agencies you have an irs statement from 2014 laying out some basic rules hey the uh, crypto is going to be taxed like property you have to keep records um, and then a 2018 tax bill that specifically said that um, 1031 exchanges are only for real estate, therefore they're not for uh, crypto or other asset classes. And you're not getting too much more. Um, it's taken a while for government regulators and agencies to care enough about cryptocurrency because uh, at, a, at a trillion dollar market cap now, it's about 5% of the US stock market. It's, it's on the radar now. And you have states like Wyoming, um, going for bank charters, you have Kraken opening a bank there and Avanti and, and uh, you have Senator, US senators talking about this now, you have a blockchain uh, caucus in the United States Congress. So, and, and now we have a, um, a unified government. You have Democrats in the House, Senate and uh, you know, President. So you can see that there's a possibility for some future legislation now. Whereas if you have split government, there probably wouldn't have been. Um, so we're kind of at that spot where the regulators and the legislators, uh, it's gotten on their radar. They've spent enough time working with it that they're now dedicated teams, just like there are dedicated blockchain teams in every Fortune 50 company. Uh, there are now you know dedicated blockchain teams inside the IRS, inside the SEC, and various other uh, government entities. So there's enough expertise there that uh, you know people are willing to uh, take on some risk because the IRS is or the SEC is obviously afraid of taking someone to court, losing in court, and then that sets law and precedent and, and case law that the legislators didn't uh, write in the law in the first place. So sure. so th those are kind of the things that they're, they're competing forces. Yeah, so regulators do hate to lose, but the thing that they can do is they can apply a lot of pressure and they can force a settlement that might be disfavorable. So I guess the thing I would like to kind of understand from the perspective of the audience is, you know, what should they be watching out for? Like what, you know, what causes people to be targeted and, you know, how, how do how do people avoid uh, the, you know, the wandering gaze of the uh, IRS? Yeah, so the uh, IRS success, successfully sued Coinbase in 2017, 2018. And so know that US-based exchanges are um, reporting aggregate trading activity uh, on 1099Ks to the US government. Um, so that is something to consider. So if, if you haven't complied at all, uh, you should really consider doing that. People are going to get audited for crypto holdings. The government will be able to see that you had crypto trading activity and that you uh, checked no on your 1040, uh, even though you should have checked yes. And that's going to be a big flag for whether or not they should uh, audit you, right? So you want to think about those types of things. It's, it's kind of risk reward. Uh, you know, I would, I would recommend you know, complying and then you can decide how aggressive you want to be as well. You can be um, uh, extremely aggressive with your tax planning. Lots of people do that, but you know, you need a tax professional, you need to know what you're doing and what risks you're taking, just like with investing, right? You, 
it's perfectly fine if you're aggressive and you make informed decisions. So that's what I would recommend. You know, it, it doesn't take too much time to get up to speed and you can always contact us, ask us any questions uh, you need. We have like a full uh, customer support staff that, that helps people out. So we can answer some of your questions. And then we also work with uh, various you know, CPAs and lawyers that are experts in the space. So the big gotcha then is the checkbox that's now on the front of the 1040, right? Which is that if you say, oh no, I don't have anything like that, and then it turns out that you do, then uh, you know that can be a big issue for you. Yeah, so every single taxpayer and every single tax professional is gonna have to check that box, yes or no, going forward. That's a big deal. It, it really highlights how important uh, the government views uh, cryptocurrency at this point. Um, it it kind of, it's the best indication that they're taking things seriously. Yeah, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. It's definitely showing up on the roadmap. And, you know, the other day, uh, Elon Musk changed his Twitter profile to just say Bitcoin. Uh, so, you know, obviously the richest person in the world, by some measures, uh, you know, is focused on Bitcoin. And uh, I think a lot of people are paying attention. So uh, I do think that it's interesting what you're saying. So, you know, obviously, you know, people who are viewing this who may or may not have done anything in the crypto space, you know, or may or may not be in the US, you know, I think if they reach that box on the IRS form, it sounds like they, you know, they should probably answer truthfully then. Yeah, I mean, the IRS views uh, mistaken compliance much differently than evasion, right? Like um, you stating you owed 8,000 in taxes when you actually owed 10,000, but you paid 8,000 taxes is completely different than you paying zero taxes or claiming a $10,000 loss when you owed 10,000 taxes, right? Um, and so again, it's it's your own you know risk calculation if you wanna do that or not. Um, I would say that tax compliance is going up more and more in cryptocurrency because uh, you know, you don't have Binance anymore. You have Binance US, Huobi US, right? Americans have uh, less and less places to store their assets overseas. And you see uh, criminal investigations of BitMEX, things like that. The United States is uh, extremely active in, in its regulation. And you're probably going to see some sort of EU, US, you know, PACs uh, about this stuff. There will always be some Wild West uh, forefront where you can you can trade on things that you want to trade on. Um, and and uh, uh, but if you're a U.S. resident, if you're paying U.S. taxes, your life is here. You know your retirement is here. Your kids are gonna live here. You, you should probably be taking um, you know tax compliance pretty seriously. Yeah. So how how do you uh, you know do you have any anecdotal stories uh, coming from your customer base? You know people who represent. Uh, you know, folks that the IRS have contacted, you know, you don't have to name any names, of course, it's confidential, but, you know, any any kind of stories uh, about this would be helpful. Yeah, I mean, we have a bunch, uh, and some of them are pretty funny, some things like, hey, I told my CPA that I've been working with for 20 years, that I'm into crypto, the CPA fired me on the spot, I then gave uh, the CPA my 8949 and said, no, oh, I took care of it on Dunledger, and then like they maintain that relationship. So there's a lot of people who are just, um, our clients are all on the forefront of investing. Uh, and so they're getting into some messy things. They're in DeFi, they're in ICOs, um, and and we help them sort that out. And their, their CPAs are very thankful because it, it can be a mess, but we create full audit trails and, and full tax profit and loss. Uh, one of our clients, 
uh, was really big into ICOs in 2017. And he restated his tax returns for the third time, sent them in the IRS. And then he got a letter saying, hey, thank you for sending in your taxes again. We're going to close out the criminal investigation we've had on you for a couple of years. So Whoa. they don't tell you that there, there is a criminal investigation open on you. But if you show good faith and you keep trying, uh, then they'll tell you that, hey, good job. We're going to close the criminal investigation on you. Uh, and then we have another uh, wow. um, client who was number 30 at Coinbase, uh, number 30 employee. Uh, had a lot of um, you know uh, salary through cryptocurrency uh, from like 2013, 2015, and um, restated uh, his taxes and found that he'd overpaid by several hundred thousand dollars just because he wasn't accounting for things correctly. Um, so, so you know, a lot of benefits to just kind of getting your house in order and uh, not worrying about these things. Everyone wants to you know just make profits. And uh, optimizing your taxes and having your house in order lets you free up more cash or more resources, more crypto to keep in the crypto ecosystem, to keep appreciating or to keep, you know, taking advantage of the next thing, whereas whether it's ICOs or DeFi or, or DAOs or what comes next. And our software supports all of that. We, we make sure that we're where you need to be, you know, come next tax season. So, you know, let's say that people are kind of hesitant for a variety of reasons, you know, like how do you make it easy for people to get started? Yeah. So on average, people have like four exchanges, one or two wallets, and um, we can just hook all those up sometimes in just 15 minutes. You just click on Coinbase. It's a one-click authorization. If you want to, you can uh, click on a more... Um, uh, in-depth API authorization for Coinbase, and it's the same with many other exchanges. And it's always just read-only, uh, just like, um, so, so all we can do is see what the, the, the buys and sells were and get that squared away for you. We never ask you for private keys. We just ask for like public wallet addresses and uh, read-only APIs, and we can just get you squared away really quickly. If for some reason you need to make some uh, one-off transactions, like, hey, I lost some Cryptopia money or, or something, we'll give you instructions on how to contact, you know, Bittrex uh, to ask for certain files that you can only get from the customer service. Uh, we have all sorts of help articles and videos. We always have customer service people standing by so that you can chat, email, or talk on the phone with them to, to get you squared away. But most people, you know, uh, buy a couple years uh, at the start. We have a really high uh, net promoter score 60, which is you know really high in the industry, and we get a, a ton of referrals um, and a very low, uh, you know, very seldom do people ask for refunds, but when they do, we you know, kind of no questions asked, we just issue refunds. Yeah. So in general, th those are all ways that people can really get in, and you know they can really feel very comfortable getting started. Because I think one of the things that I think people people do kind of stall around this topic right because i think that it's definitely uh you know it's it's maybe not fun it's kind of complicated and uh you know so there's a lot of kind of barriers to people kind of just getting through this this process yeah it's the mother of all procrastination traps it's high stress uh it happens infrequently so you never really get good or comfortable at it so it's just all these things come together to make it uh, unpleasant and stressful but you know you can only start pretty early like you can you can contact us now uh, and we can get things squared away for you probably in a couple of weeks and if you're waiting on you know other forms your you know 
W9 or, or something, um, they'll they'll come through, but you'll already have your crypto squared away. And we're here and we're not as busy as we'll be in March and April, where it may take a little bit more time uh, to get back to you. But we are seeing, you know, 350% uh, more people uh, engaging with us uh, year over year. So over the last 12 months, and that has a lot to do with, um, you know, obviously asset prices going way up, more people being in uh, crypto and then uh, lots of referrals um, from our happy customers to new customers. Um, and then, you know, the, you know, the, the IRS and, and government kind of making it clear that they care about compliance. So uh, what are the kind of easiest and quickest ways to kind of get traction, you know, with you? Like where, where do people go and how do they connect to you and how do they get their questions answered? Yeah, you can always find us on Twitter. I'm at Patrick Larson on Twitter, uh, and then at ZenLedger underscore IO, or you can just go to our website, ZenLedger.io, and just click on chat and uh, let us know. You can also email us at hello at ZenLedger.io. So we're always happy to talk to you, um, and we can just go step by step, getting you taken care of. We have a bunch of customers that just kind of self-service. They're very comfortable with uh, creating APIs and, and um, finding their wallet addresses and they just breeze right through. And then we have other customers who uh, this is their first time thinking about accounting or taxes or they're not quite comfortable with with um, the tech side of, of enabling these things and we can you know just walk you through it. Yeah, that's fantastic. And, uh, you know, I, I always answer uh, or attempt to answer my YouTube comments. So if you have any questions or YouTube comments, you can just place them directly below and uh, I'll try to direct you to the best of my ability. So, um, yeah, so I guess um, any other questions or thoughts about, uh, you know, this this tax space, you know, any advice you could give? And, you know, obviously we're kind of creeping into tax season already almost. Yeah, I mean, things are going nuts, right? The markets are just going nuts. Uh, you have things like GameStop, uh, you have short squeezes, you have um, still huge volatility in Bitcoin, you have Ethereum doubling quickly, you have Dogecoin. So just stay on top of things, right? Every quarter, get your records together because you never know. Exchanges seem to be more stable now, uh, which is great. Uh, they don't they don't routinely fail and get hacked uh, like, like they were getting uh, in the past, so that's great. But you know, just stay on top of things and know uh, what the smart trades are in terms of you know, like if if you use us, we're launching portfolio management in a couple months. But already, if you get all your uh, information in the system, you'll see uh, what is trading at a loss for you and where it's trading at a loss, and you can sell those to free up resources to buy other things. You can see what's uh, a short-term capital gain, a long-term capital gain. So just from a tax and you know cash management trading perspective, you can use our software to make smart trades during the day, you know during the year. It's not just a, a tax reporting thing at the end of the year. Um, and if you have questions, you know kind of let us know because we do deal with people that have you know 401ks and things like that. Uh, we want to offer you know the the Miko community, uh, the Miko Bits uh, uh, Evercoin community a coupon. So um, you know just let us know when you purchase, and uh, the coupon is Miko fifteen M I K O one five for fifteen percent off. Uh, lots of our customers buy multiple years from us, and we'll honor that coupon for for multiple years as well. But that was you know those those are the big takeaways. You know the government really cares about this. It's a great time to be in crypto. But be careful. Your crypto capital gains span other things like your stock capital gains, uh, and it all flows through to your income as well. So it all kind of ties in, especially if you're in DeFi 
and you're earning income uh, from crypto, which is great, but you just have to report it. And, you know, BlockFi is definitely, uh, and Celsius, they're definitely, and Abra, they're definitely reporting these things um, to, to the U.S. government. And, and we have partnerships with a lot of the best companies in the space, uh, you know, CoinGecko, Abra, uh, eToro, you know, we're, um, we're partners with them. And, and a lot of times it's, it's sole partnerships because they've looked at the, the quality of uh, our, our software and our team and have decided that, you know, we're, we're the best tax partner in the space for them. Fantastic. Well, you know, it's been really great. Uh, obviously, everyone should check out uh, Zen Ledger. Uh, definitely get started if you haven't. Uh, use the coupon Miko15, and uh, you know, definitely, um, you know, this is something that you know strongly encourage people. Uh, the the government may be slow, but it is in some ways very inevitable. So you know, it it's going to uh, kind of figure out what's going on out there and figure out what you've you've got going on. So you know, it's it's definitely worth uh, worth worth checking out. So um, you know, thank thanks so much for joining the Miko Bits show. Yeah, thanks, Miko. Bye. Okay, bye.